Hey guys, it's George from ALM Fitness. Now in today's podcast, we're going to discuss and talk a little bit about intermittent fasting. Uh, now this is something that has kind of come up relatively recently, kind of in the last decade, it's grown in popularity. Obviously fasting itself has been around for quite a while, uh, but in terms of being used as a tactic for weight loss and, and fat loss, uh, intermittent fasting has grown in popularity recently. And we're going to talk today a lot about just kind of the positives and the negatives uh, and basically what is intermittent fasting and whether it could be a useful tactic for you to use um, both on a health front and on a weight loss front. We're going to talk about again the positives and negatives today in this podcast. So first of all what is it? What is intermittent fasting? Well essentially all it is is pushing your first meal of the day back to a little bit later than you perhaps usually would. So obviously when we're asleep we don't consume food, we're, we're asleep so we're we're automatically fasting during that time for what, however long it is. Obviously, it should be around eight hours if you're getting enough sleep, but you know it could be a little, a little bit longer if you don't have obviously dinner right before you go to bed. Uh, it could be a little bit less uh, depending on how much sleep you get. But essentially, we all fast overnight, and the idea of intermittent fasting is that we just, when we wake up, we push that first meal of the day back rather than having it as breakfast as soon as we wake up. We push that first meal back to maybe a little bit later in the day. Now, different kind of uh, people, different ha- different people have different ideas about intermittent fasting and what it might mean for them or w- what you should do. You might find some suggestions that say you can push the first meal back to around 11 or 12 o'clock midday. Other suggestions, some people go on the kind of extreme side of things and they push their first meal back to, you know, the afternoon, maybe even the evening. Maybe some people go to the extreme uh, and have one day of eating and one day off eating, um, which is obviously very extreme in terms of how long you're spending not consuming food. So, We're going to talk a little bit about the positives of why restricting your food intake or not restricting your food intake, but restricting the window of time that you can eat your food, why it might be a positive thing and why there might be some negative things attached to it. Well, first of all, the research in terms of its benefits to health are pretty good. There's there's some research to suggest that being in that kind of uh, the state of of hunger, let's say, um, not for really extended periods of time, but for you know a matter of hours in a day. Being in that period of uh, that extended period of, of hunger there uh, can actually be beneficial to our health. And they've done some kind of long term metabolic studies on animals. They've done some on some on humans as well. And generally speaking, we see quite a good um, bl- kind of blood profile, good health profile in people that spend um, months or, or years, in fact, doing some kind of fasting whilst coupled with a healthy diet. So from a health standpoint, it can actually be considered quite beneficial um, in animal studies, but this shouldn't really be taken taken as fact, obviously, because it's not been replicated in humans. Uh, but in animal studies, sometimes they took, uh, they've taken animals, they've split them into two groups, and one group um, would eat one day and not eat the other day and repeat that. And then the other group would just eat as much as they wanted. So they had food uh, whenever they wanted and however much they wanted. Um, and the group that that uh, ate one day and didn't eat the other day and ate on that kind of alternate schedule there, they actually lived uh, much more healthy and longer lives. They had kind of more uh, thicker, shiny coats. They were they were rodents, I think. Uh, so they were they were much more healthy specimens. However, we again can't replicate that in humans as of yet. There's a few ethical issues with that, and to do that over a long period of time will be a bit uh, troublesome. Um, so generally speaking, what we can get from that 
is rather than saying that we need to do intermittent fasting for health reasons, we can say that we at least we know it probably isn't unhealthy. Um, and that, that comes with a couple of caveats. But essentially, if you're thinking about doing intermittent fasting, you can be rest assured that it isn't going to be uh, really detrimental to your health. Um, other positives include weight loss. In humans, we know that intermittent fasting can be a useful tactic for weight loss. And that's really in more of a practical sense than anything else. Nothing necessarily magical happens. There are a couple of things on the on the cell level that do occur when you're fasting that may promote fat loss. But mostly, mostly kind of for the most part, what is happening when we're fasting is much more practical than we may think. If we're pushing that first meal of the day back to, let's say, early afternoon, so maybe one or two o'clock rather than having our breakfast, so we're skipping breakfast, um, and we're the sort of person that doesn't really get hungry in the morning anyway, so we could kind of take it or leave it with breakfast, um, then essentially all we're doing is we're restricting the window of the day in which we have time to eat. Now, obviously, if we were to just consume food until we were full, what's likely to happen is that because we didn't have breakfast, we're now taking out a meal in the day, we are going to eat that many less calories, so maybe 500, 600 less calories in a day, and then overall, our calorie balance is likely to be negative if we're trying to lose weight, so it might help us in that front, just by simply, in a practical sense, restricting that window that we have time to eat. Um, now we're going to talk a little bit about the negatives, uh, and this is uh, quite important, obviously, if we're thinking about doing this, that we do listen to this area of the podcast because uh, some considerations that you might need to think of when we are discussing whether or not we're going to start off by intermittent fasting. Um, and I'd say one of the main negative points, um, it kind of comes in twofold, actually, one on the health side of things and one on the weight loss practical side of things. So to talk about the health side of things first, the one thing that we might encounter if we are taking this to to the extreme, and this is why I said when we do the one day of eating and one day off eating, that comes with a major caveat there because it's not necessarily the healthiest thing to do unless you are covering all your nutrient bases and you'd have to work a little bit harder to do that than the average person who eats all the time if we are choosing a tactic where we are restricting our eating because all of a sudden again if we're eating one day or eating another or even pushing our first meal back later in the day we have less of a window not only to eat which could be beneficial to fat loss but we also have less of a window then to get nutrients in important nutrients that we need into our diet so it's really important that we do consider our consider our nutrient intake especially if we are eating less calories we should be doing that if we're on a fat loss diet anyway um, but we also need to be considering that perhaps even more when it comes to in intermittent fasting um, because of that restricted eating window and the chance that we have a little bit less of a chance to get those nutrients in, those range of nutrients. So perhaps things like not eating the same thing every day would be important, making sure we get our multivitamins and our, our other supplements in um, and making sure we eat a wide range of fruit and vegetables to cover all those vitamin needs and enough protein. That is an, another another issue that we might come into, to come, in, come into contact with. It's not actually optimal to just lump all of our protein into one or two meals in the day. If we can spread it out a little bit better, that's better for muscle building. So there are a few caveats when it comes to that. It may be helpful for fat loss, could be a really useful tactic, but you have to consider a lot of other things and it's not just that simple as it could be useful for fat loss. So that's what we'll do. And then the other side of things will be, again, our, our fat loss side of things. And this is more a case of um, just letting people know that it's not going to work for everyone. Um, inter intermittent fasting, if you're the sort of person who wakes up in the morning and they are very hungry and need breakfast, or maybe you get a little bit lightheaded and a little bit um, dizzy or you can't focus much if you don't eat in the morning, then perhaps this isn't for you. And don't kind of think that, again, this is something magical that's going to make you lose weight. This could be just as effective as a diet 
that uh, restricts our calories in any other way, just like any diet that, that makes us consume less calories than we burn, it's going to help us lose weight. It's just a tactic to use, okay? This fasting is just a tactic to use. So if we don't think it sits right for us, if we don't think we're the sort of person that can push that first meal of the day back to a little bit later, uh, then perhaps don't really consider it. Don't really go for it because it just might not be for you. You can, of course, give it a go and see how you feel. If you feel great on it and you're, you're finding that you're losing weight, it could be it could be something that you've been missing. It could be a way to kind of break through weight loss plateaus. Um, if you've been trying to eat really healthy meals for breakfast, for lunch and for dinner, um, but really you'd prefer a bit more of a practical approach where you're not really that hungry for breakfast, so you miss that meal and then you just kind of eat reasonably healthy for the rest of the day, uh, that might work better for you. But again, it might not work as well for everyone uh, on the same level. So hopefully that's been a useful little kind of um, overview of intermittent fasting there, guys. And again, you can consider it. You can do your own research into it. I definitely wouldn't um, restrict calories or kind of not eat for long, long periods of time without, again, consulting maybe your doctor or, or doing your own research at least. It's okay to skip breakfast. We know that's that's fine. That's going to be healthy. That's okay for you. Uh, so if you want to push that first meal of the day back a little bit later in the day, you can go ahead and do that. But again, you might want to do a little bit of your own research and think about whether it's appropriate for you. So thanks for listening, guys, and I will see you in the next podcast.